70,000 watts of gospel power. <laughs> Beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi and the flat plains of West Texas and the beaches and bayous of Louisiana. KAYT 88.1 FM. Good afternoon. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend along with my wife, Minister Milton Townsend. And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints right here on KAYT. Sit back and enjoy the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise you the Lord and all of his hosts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints right here on your real love station, KAYT 88.1 FM Alexandria, 92.5 FM Shreveport, 98.9 FM Monroe. I'm your host, Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my beautiful wife of 27 years, none other than in the person of... I'm Minister Mildred Townsend. Yes, I am. Them, them M's get you messed up, don't they? Yes, Minister Mildred Townsend. I didn't know if you was going to say Mrs. or Mama. Or <laughs> it was, I'm going to find it. You're going to find it, amen. Yeah. But nevertheless, we thank and praise God for you, family, for tuning in today, amen. Truly, this is the day that the Lord has made. I'd like you to get on the phone, call a friend, call a neighbor. Let them know that Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints is on the air. I want to remind you that we are a well-rounded radio broadcast ministry that is especially formulated to minister to God's people primarily in the end times. That's right. The coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is imminent. It is right. Amen. We are in the final chapters of the closing of the book. No longer are we uh, in the last days. We're in the minutes. Mm. That's right. The final minutes, because as things are unfolding around us each and every day. Amen. Uh, the Lord dropped this in my spirit. You ain't seen nothing yet. My Lord. Amen. You ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. So on that note, we're going to ask Minister Mildred, my beautiful wife, please uh, share a scripture with us and let us go before the throne of grace in Jesus name. Amen. Beloved, first John four and one. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you because you're worthy to be praised. Lord God, we come to you thanking and praising you yet for another Saturday. Lord, another day, amen, we hadn't seen before. We're just grateful and thankful that you saw fit to let us live to see this day. And for that, God, we can say nothing but thank you. We thank you because there's so many, Lord, didn't get up this morning. But Lord, we realize there's so many all over this world do not have this testimony. But I thank you, Lord for being so good to us. Amen. And for the ones in the radio audience, we're praying for them, Lord God, thanking you and praising you, Lord, for even waking them up this morning. Lord, we thank you today because you've been really, really good to us. And we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Lord, we ask you to look on all over your people all over this world, Lord God. Have mercy upon the homes that need you. Lord, we know that uh, Christmas is set aside next week here in the United States of America in some parts of the world. And we're just praying, Lord God, many have a different definition of Christmas, but God, we know this all about you. Lord God, we praise you and thank you for coming up another Christmas this Wednesday. Lord, giving you praises and thanks because there's nobody like you. Lord God, we just thank you for being so good to us. and Let us know, Lord, to keep you first in our life. And even though, Lord God, many will be celebrating with uh, uh, all kind of alcohol and parties and different things, but God, it's all about you. And, Lord, for the real Christians, we know that to be true. Let us not put nothing before you, not the ball games, not our family, but, Lord, knowing that it's all about you. 
To you be the glory for the things that you're doing and are doing. And we give you praise, God, throughout this day, Lord God. Help us and draw our heart closer and closer to you because we know that you're on your way back. Give your people a chance, God, to get it right, Lord, before it's too late. So many, Lord God, just go on and don't get a chance to get it right. But, God, you're tucking at the hearts of your people, even the ones that say that they know you, God, but living contrary to your word. Have mercy on them today, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Brothers and sisters, truly, we count it a privilege as well as an honor to be with you on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. And I tell you what, uh, being that uh, I believe this is the last Saturday before Christmas comes up. And I was speaking with Minister Mildred. We're engaging in conversation. And I tell you what, because you are our family and because we love you dearly, amen, we want to just uh, kind of have just a little form and ask the question to to our brothers and sisters out there today. Amen. What does Christmas really mean to you? Because yes. during this time of year, you know what? We have uh, family and loved ones. We have family and friends. Uh, some of them, amen, will not be able to be with us. Some of them are in uh, different parts of the country, world. Some of them are even incarcerated, yes. locked up behind prison bars. Some of them are in nursing homes. Some of them, amen, are in places that are less favorable and suitable that we may not get a chance to visit with them. But you know what? You might, through your testimony, through your word of encouragement today, I'm going to open up that phone line and give you a chance for the next 20 minutes. And to all our Facebook family and friends that are listening, if you so desire to call, too, you are able to call. And what we'd like to do is get your input. What does Christmas really mean to you and what should it mean? Amen. We want you to be mindful of your brothers and sisters. Amen. That will be calling behind you. So we think we can afford you about a minute or so to, to just share what Christmas really means uh, in uh, this season which we're in. I tell you, one thing I've really come to realize and find out is that I don't see all the dramatization that I've seen from the time that I was a child. And I've been in this world some 50-something plus years, and uh, I can see there's been a dramatic change, which lets me know that things are changing. And the number that you can dial uh, outside the area code of 318, you can dial 877 464 2500. That's right. Those of you listening up on Facebook, you can give us a call at 877-464-2500. Those inside the 318 area code, you can dial 318-484-2500. Give you a chance to call in and, uh, it's about 36 minutes past the hour 12. We'll be doing it up until about the 1 o'clock hour. So if you'd like to call in and truly express what does Christmas really mean to you and what should it mean in the life of somebody? As we said before, it's a time when family get together, people get together, they sit around and uh, they spend quality time with family. But what happens if you don't have family? Does that mean that you can't have a good Christmas? Does that necessarily mean that, you know, it's not going to be a good Christmas for you? Uh, is it about Santa Claus and the reindeer? Is it about the little elves? Is it about the man that's going to be coming down putting ashes in your eyes? Or the one who knows if you've been naughty, who knows if you've been good? Uh, these are the things that we'd like to share with our listeners on today. And we're going to give you a chance to call in and express what does Christmas really mean to you? Okay, so I think we've got a, a caller on the line. And uh, we're going to go to the phones and see what that caller has to say there. Okay. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Who do I have out there? This is, this is Minister Manuel. Minister Manuel. God bless you, sir. Uh, where are you calling from, Minister Manuel? I'm calling from Alexandria, Louisiana. Okay, Minister Manuel. Well, we got you on the line, and we're not going to keep you too long, but just tell us, uh, during this, this, this holiday season, what does Christmas mean to you, and, and why does it mean that way to you? What does it mean to you, and why does it mean well, that to you? Christmas, Christmas... Christmas, if if everybody listening out there, 
Christmas really means about God. It, it, it just ain't about no presents. It just ain't about no about no opening up nothing and nothing like that. It's about God. Okay. See, see, when you got God on your side, who shall we be? Because these 22 years of service, and I've been playing draws, and I know that God is still good. He he still work a miracle for everybody that's out there in the Alexandria area. If y'all listen to this, this, this would change your heart. This would change your soul. Christmas is it's a season for Minister, a Okay, Minister, Minister uh, Manuel, what I want you to do is just get right to the point and tell us what does it mean for you, because I got some other callers that, are, that want to call in, too. Okay. This, it, what I'm trying to say to the callers out there is, the season is is is, is for, for for Jesus Christ when he was first born okay. on the earth. Okay, that's 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 what I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear from you, uh, to get that from you. And so it to you it means it's about Jesus Christ. It's not about uh, it's not about Santa Claus or reindeer or anything like that. No, no, it, it's not about that. It's about Jesus Christ dying on the earth. Okay, my brother. Well, listen, we thank you for that call and we appreciate you. Okay. Okay. God bless you. Okay, y'all, we're going to open up the phone line. We, uh, Brother Emmanuel, man, Ministry Emmanuel, kicked it off by saying it's about Jesus Christ. But what about you? Those of you that have little ones around the house and, you know, they're expecting something for Christmas. And, and uh, should there be a time when we actually, you know, tell them the truth? Do we have to wait until they get grown to tell them that there's no such thing or whatever the case may be? And we'd like to get your input on that. 484-2500 is the number to call. Uh, we want to know. Amen. You and got something to share, Minister Middle? Yes, what well, you were saying, Bishop. Uh, many times uh, the home, you know, we're the one to tell our children the whole truth. And, you know, we can't go and uh, another generation pass this down to another generation, you know, that it's all about Santa Claus and the reindeers. And, and when, you know, it's sad enough the world feels this way, but we got certain church people are still uh, perpetrating that uh, falsehood. That, that is about Santa and all of that. And, and, and it's sad because we're saying, you know, the excuse we're making is we don't want to take that from the children. But, you know, we can't lie. We got to tell the children the truth. And, and, and when we're doing that, we're putting that before Christ. And if it's all about Jesus Christ, why would we fill them, you know, with all those favors and lies? So we've got multitudes of people who are helping to actually formulate a uh, – an image in the mind of the children and they're telling them to give Santa Claus your list as to what you want him to, to, to give you for this Christmas. And so uh, uh, again, uh, and I'd like to get some input from some of our listeners out there. And I know y'all are not shy when it comes to the things of, of, of Jesus Christ, because right now we're even in a dilemma also right now where it is a toss up. And in many cases right here in our blessed America, we cannot even say in many places, Merry Christmas. We have to say Happy Holiday. How do you feel about that? Do you feel that you should be able to say Happy Holidays or should you be able to say Merry Christmas? Uh, Many people like to say Merry Xmas. I mean, there's a multitude of factors going on here. But again, the primary question is, what does Christmas mean to you? 484-2500 to our Facebook listeners out there listening by via uh, way of uh, the Internet. You can also call us at 877-464-2500. Or should you choose, you can dial us at area code 318-484-2500. What is the real meaning of Christmas? What is the danger of trying to incorporate Santa Claus with 
Jesus Christ? Is there a danger in it? Is there something wrong with it? Can you love the two of them? I heard one blues singer sing it years ago, Minister Mildred, trying to love two ain't easy to do. And I don't know for the life of me who sing it because I don't know nothing about blues. Amen. Uh, I know uh, something about blues. Is- All right. I think we got a caller. We're going to go back to the phone. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yes. Hi. How are you doing today? Doing fine. If I could get you to, I think your radio's feeding back just a little bit, but if we can get you to turn it down, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, who are you and where are you calling from? My name is Carolyn Davis. Okay, Sister Carolyn. Yes, sir. And I'm calling from Monroe, Louisiana. St. Francis Medical Center is where I'm at right now. I'm at work. Uh-oh, you done told out. Uh-oh. <laughs> you at work. <laughs> That's okay. I don't care about that. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, come on, then. Let, let, let's get down to the nitty-gritty with you today, then. You said, I don't care about that. Uh, uh, sister, we're talking about the meaning of Christmas. What does Christmas mean to you? Christmas means to me another chance mm. because God gave us a beautiful gift when he gave us his only begotten son. Okay. And if it had not been for Jesus, we wouldn't have this chance today to tell God, thank you for his amazing grace. Mm. And so it's, to me, Christmas means a whole lot. And I don't tell my children about Santa Claus. Yeah, I tell them about Santa Claus, but I tell them what the real meaning is. But now my children are grown, so praise God for that, because mm-hmm. he's helped me to, to raise them and to be the good, the nice young men and woman that they are today. So I thank him for that. But they do know the real meaning of Christmas, and it's all about Jesus and not about us. Yes. It's about Jesus, and you let them know that it's really not about no Santa Claus or That's anything right. like that. That's exactly. Right. It's all about Jesus and what He and what God has done for us. That's right. Because He gave us a magnificent gift when He gave us His only begotten Son. And not only that, He loved us so much that He gave us a beautiful gift. And so, there is no other gift that can ever top that. That's what it means to me. So let me ask you this question while I got you on there. Uh, is it... Is it offensive in our society today for people to say Merry Christmas or should they say Happy Holidays? Which one of those fits you the best? Merry Christmas because you can't take Christ out of Christmas. That's it. Okay. Good deal. Good deal, my sister. Well, listen, we thank you for your input. We're going to go ahead on and see if we got any other callers that would like to share on this. And uh, while we've got you, we're going to say Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you all, too. And may God bless and keep you. All right. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. KYT 88.1 FM, Bishop Kenny Townsend and Minister Mildred Townsend with Moments of Inspiration. Uh, We've got just about 16 minutes, those of you that like to weigh in and you'd like to possibly come in and tell us something about Christmas. What does it really mean? Is it about the eating? Is it about the family getting together, sitting down, having quality time? I mean, is that that, what it's about? That's basically part of it too, Bishop. But like she was saying earlier, it's all about the Lord Jesus. But then the family getting together, sharing you know, showing the love of God, nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful for family, but we shouldn't just make it a, a once a year or twice a year thing. You I was know? just about to ask you that because I thought every day mm-hmm. should be a time for family. Exactly. But, uh, you know, uh, being that sometimes families live, you know, like our sons or someone's uh, in the uh, uh, Navy, in the Army, in different places there, you know, all over the world. Okay. So, when that so time, what has that got anything to do with it? When that time they're able to come home or something, and usually around that, that's what the United States of America, you know, allows them to come home during that time. And okay. that's a time for all of them to get together and everybody to get together. And nothing wrong with that. But we still have to put 
Jesus as the reason for the season. And, and, that's for, and to be honest with you, not only this season, but every season, all seasons is the reason for Jesus. And we're understanding this, and as our mind is enlightening, we're understanding this, and that's why we're telling our children the truth. That's why we're speaking the truth, because truly when God enlightens our mind, we begin to share truths. Okay. Now, the reason why you said, when you said that, uh, a lot of times people say, well, we have to wait until a special time of the year to, to get the children over. It made me think about when you said that, that a lot of times, you know, the children could be in various parts of the country yes. and they won't come because it's so far to come. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of them might be in Germany. They mm -hmm. might be in mm -hmm. Switzerland. Mm -hmm. They might be in uh, uh, Russia, anywhere. But you made me think about this uh, uh, old man and his wife around Christmas time that wanted the children to come. And, and, and the dad called the son uh, or the daughter and said, you know what? He said, after 40 years, me and your mom are getting a divorce. I can't stand her. She can't stand me. That's it. It's over. And, and, and the daughter said, well, well, Dad, wait a minute. What happened? He said, look, I don't even want to talk about it. You know, uh, I need you to get here. If you want to help me sign these papers, you can. If you don't, don't worry. I'll get a lawyer. Don't worry. Dad, don't you do a thing till I get there. She said, well, let your brother know all about it because <laughs> me and your mother, we can't stand each other. Listen, me and Joey, we'll be there, Dad. Don't you do anything until we get there. And Dad goes over to the wife and says, hey, honey. They're coming, and we don't have to pay for their airfare this holiday. <laughs> they got them over there without. They told a lie. <laughs> they told a lie. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And uh, but but was, you know what? My yeah. point is, I know. If saying. they could get them there for that purpose, yes, then there's really no reason for family to get together. We don't really have to wait. Wait until something. Well, because because mm -hmm. when I think mm -hmm. about that, I think about. Loved ones dying, Minister Mildred. Yes, they are. Many times we don't get a chance to see family members until someone dies. Mm, mm -hmm. And it brings us all together, and it shouldn't be that way. Yes, that's true, Bishop. And I was just saying, uh, reading earlier, and it was so it's such a touching story where this lady and her uh, husband, you know, he went over to seas in the World War II, and he said he told her, said, if I don't make it back, you know, get married and go on with your life and everything. And she said, no, I won't. I won't do that. And I was just reading just today, and I know it's uh, over the media now, but I was just reading just today. Sixty-three years later, you know, he got killed over there where he was at, and they brought his remains back to her. Amen. Just on yesterday, Were December they 20. Yeah, they was married. Oh. Sixty-three years later, she waited. She's 90-some years old, and she was just weeping at his casket. They, they had the casket there, had the United States flag over it. But she stood up there and said, I love this man. I know I did not remarry. I did not have children, nothing like that. She was just, you no, know, she kept that in her heart. Her vow she made to her husband said she had never remarried. And 63 years later, on yesterday, December the 20th, 213, they brought his remains back to the United States. And, you know, and she was just, I would say, Lord, what a touching love story. She's in her 90s now. And she did not remarry. And I was just saying that to say that. You now know, that, that's amazing, Minister Mitchell, because mm. many people would say, well, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't hold out. I know. But I was saying to myself, if it was the other way around and she was over there in the war and got killed and he was here, you know, it would have been, hey, he probably went two, three or four well, wives. No, but she said, I, I know my now. audience out there hear the truth. It's the truth. But she stayed faithful. There are some to, faithful men. Yes, they are. There, but very few. And there are some eunuchs out there. Yes. And, and, and you know what? And you know for 
fact, there are some men out there that are still virgins right That's now. That's true, Bishop. Yes, I'm true. not going to let you just give men a bad <laughs> no, rap. No, no, no. It's like, not like a bad rap. testosterone cannot just be contained and, and that, yes. that at the smell of estrogen, we're going to run behind every dress tail we see. No, now. I don't mean that, that Bishop. That is not the case. But when I there saw are that, some men out there, yes, Minister you're Mildred, right, you're right. that have integrity. That's right. And if they made that wife a promise and said, well, you know what? I'm mm -hmm. not, I don't want nobody else. Uh, you are my soulmate for life and this, that, and the other. I mm -hmm. believe that there are people out there. And I was just amazed. She was in her nanny, and it had been 63 years. She said she made that vow to her husband. She told the people there. At so he got killed overseas. Overseas. He okay. told us, said, you remember. She said, I will not. I will not. And she held out those vows. And that was just something touching and about that. 90-some years old, 60-some years later. Okay. Let me go back to the phone line. Maybe we got a caller. Hello, caller. You're on the air live with Bishop Townsend and Minister Mildred Townsend, Moments of Inspiration. You got some input on today's uh, topic? Yeah, this is Sister Watson. The first thing I want to know is where those faithful men at? <laughs> well, uh, well, Sister Watson, they are out there. Praise and the guess what they're doing? They are getting so close to God until they're looking for that woman that's so wrapped up in Jesus. Yes. They've got to go through God to find that faithful mm, woman. I like that, bitch. Oh, <laughs> all right, then. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, now, the question is, are you so lost in God till they got to go through God to find you? Whoa. Oh, I've been lost in God for years. I've been waiting for him to come find on, me. Come on. Come <laughs> on. Well, you know what? You just got to. Well, here's what I tell people. Uh, I tell people God. this all the time. When uh, before me and Minister Mildred got married, she'll tell you, we, I laugh about this all the time. When we got ready to get married, instead of me setting one plate on the table when I got ready to sit mm -hmm. down, what did I do, Minister Mildred? I you told I everybody that you put two down there. Uh-huh. Instead of the one pillow on my bed that I had, what did I do? You said you put another one there. Instead of that one bath towel that was in there, in a face towel, what did I do? Uh, you said you put another. You put two. In <laughs> other words, my sister, yes. in other words, put, m move some of your stuff out the closet so he can put his stuff in there, too. Amen. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> faith is the substance of the things, things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But, but, but now listen, that, that's another show. I want to ask you about this, this Christmas <laughs> thing now. Praise God. Oh, you was talking about Satan Claus. Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah, uh, Satan, yeah, yeah, Satan, Satan Claus. Claus. <laughs> right, because you, you get that same yeah, word in, so Santa. You're absolutely right. correct. So, yeah, so, so what does Christmas mean to you? Oh, my goodness. But, now, now, and you know what? The word Christmas not even in the Bible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, it's not. And yet it's we not. try to associate that. With Christ. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how we associate the birth of Christ with Christmas. And then again, I, I'm not the best scholar in the world, but I know from the Latin we get the word mass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We get the word mass from the Latin. And so I think mass has something to do with service. Yes. Yes. And so yeah, if, 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 if Christmas uh, is about the birth of Christ and mass means service, we should be having church on Christmas. Oh no. Amen. A lot Amen. of them don't and like we do. it. My church, Zion Hill, has church has a uh, church on Should Christmas. We've always have church. For years. That's right. I don't know how long. As long as I've been there, we've always had service on don't Christmas. Even so yeah, you would think that's the first thing they would do on Christmas morning is to get up and prepare their families and take them to church. Yes. You know, because Jesus is the reason for the season, like Sister Mildred said, you Amen. know. And that's what Christmas means to me, you know. Uh, like that lady was saying earlier, that God gave us this precious, holy gift in his son, Jesus. And there's nothing greater that he could have done for any of us than mm. to give us his son. 
because we have eternal life through his son. We have healing through his son. We have deliverance through his son. We have so many things through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And it's so commercialized nowadays, you know, with the Santa Claus and all that. I think that people do forget you know, what Jesus has done for us and what he means, what he meant to the world when he came. Well, let, let me ask you this, Sister Watson. Since you have been an adult now, ha- haven't you seen a great decline in the commercialization of things? Because to me, that's a plus for, for the Lord because we're, n- we're not seeing, uh, and I know in, in the mo- metropolitan cities, they still have what they call the major Christmas parades and all that stuff like that. But myself, I have seen a great decline. Uh, in the commercialization of it, just as as in Halloween or uh, uh, Easter, I've seen a great decline that that it, it appears as though God is getting a message over to let the people know that the true reason for any of these seasons has nothing to do with how Satan has slipped in the lies of deception mm-hmm. to uh, commercialize. Have you seen a decline, or or is it just me? I think there has been a decline. It, you know, it, it really was very very commercial. You know, everything was about money and all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that more people are coming back to the root, you know, yes. where, uh, you know, to the real deal. Like you said, that Jesus is the reason. Um, there's still some commercialization out there, but I do, I, like you said, I really do. I, I think that more people are having services on Christmas, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. like I was talking about my church, you know, and I do think there's, there's less of it and, uh, that more people are realizing what Christmas is all about. So if you don't get any presents from anybody, you you don't feel bad about that? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I never get any presents from anybody. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't feel bad about that. That's and you don't feel bad not giving any presents to nobody? No. Well, if I had, you know, the money to do it, I would do it. But I don't, because I don't have it, I don't feel bad about it. That's you know? right. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Okay, because, because I, I just wanted to know, because there's some people who feel that if they don't get presents, and, and the reason why I'm saying that, again, there are men and women out there that are incarcerated. Our hearts and prayers mm-hmm. go out to them. Oh, yes. Not yes. just so much because of Christmas itself, but because we have been brainwashed down through the years thinking that these specific times are times for family to get together. But the truth of the matter is any time amen. is a yes, time amen. for family Make to get together. I mean, yes. you can't wait for birthdays. You can't wait for yeah. Christmas, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, any day. And so that's the reason why we have to bring people back to the realization that, I mean, even when it comes to going to church, many people try to stipulate that, you know, uh, if you don't go to church on this day or if you don't go to church on that day or this, that, mm. and the other. But when I read in the Bible, the Bible tells me that the temple was open every, every day. day. Mm-hmm. So every now day. if we're Amen. going to pick out something to be more dogmatic, or take a dogma and try to change it into what we think God meant concerning his Sabbath and forgetting that Jesus is Lord over the Sabbath, yes, meaning is. that every day we're supposed to go yes, to, the, to the house of the Lord. Even in Amen. your heart, even Amen. man, in relationship. I agree, Bishop. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Every day. And like you said, we shouldn't wait, you know, because we wait too long. Sometimes you were talking earlier about the fact that a lot of times the only times the families get together is when somebody has died. You so know? sad. It's a truth. I had that experience a, a few years ago when an aunt of mine had died, and I hadn't seen any of my first cousins for years. My Lord. You know, and, and that's a shame. Yes. It is. And I think the closest thing that would bring that together, just uh, just to uh, 
piggyback on what you're saying is that when people have a family reunion, mm -hmm. which I think is a blessed event it to, is. to have because it does give you a chance to, to meet relatives that you don't know. Yes. And it and it downplays the chance of incestuous relationships because many times people are going with folks and, and, and coating folks that they're related to and don't even know it. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. It's sad, but it's the truth. Hmm. Yes, Lord. Well, it kind of almost happened in my family one time. My sister started dating a guy and um, found out that uh, he was uh, related to us, and my daddy almost had a conniption, and they cut yes. that off, like, really quick, broke her heart. But, you know, that it happens. It, it really, does. really happens. That's you are absolutely more. right about that. Well, we thank you. We thank you, Sister Watson, for sharing in, weighing Amen. in on this. And uh, we thank and praise God for you. And thank you for sharing with our listening audience uh, the real reason as to uh, what Christmas means to you. Okay? Amen. Thank you all. God You're bless welcome. you. God bless, God bless you. you. All right, y'all. Looking at the old clock on the wall. Yes. Uh, let's us know we've got to get ready to get off. Minister Miller, anything else you want to share? we got about a m another minute or so. Bishop, uh, it's amazing why you were talking. Before I came in the room, when you were talking about the ancestral relationship, and, and it's going to show you that this spirit is out there. We got to pray. Amen. We talk about certain things, but we got to pray. One of the guy from the Fugees, the director, he uh, fathered uh, six children by his own daughter Jesus so that, well, when she brought that up all of that came wow. across my mind we got to pray saints of god and we got to get back to doing the thing god's way we know christmas is about the lord we want to lift him up and we just live in a world that's wicked and then so much is going on and we just letting the devil know that he's his time is almost up amen all right uh family of god we thank and praise god for you listen we'll be around if you desired prayer amen you can uh get the number that's about to play and we'll be standing by waiting to hear from you in jesus name amen want to wish everybody a merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas and a very very happy happy new, new year. year amen and if you need bishop townsend or minister mildred give us a call we are your servants here to serve the lord and for holiness praise the lord we pray that this broadcast has been a blessing to you and if it has you can correspond with us by simply writing us at 111 cloverdale road Natchez, Mississippi, 39120. That is 111 Cloverdale Road, Natchez, Mississippi, 39120.